If you've been thinking about starting a podcast, today is your day. I am breaking it all down for you. Hello, I'm your host, Rhonda Jenkins, influencer marketing expert, event planner, lifestyle blogger, and founder of The Blogger Brunch. This podcast is all about empowering women through community and marketing resources. So get ready to take some notes and let's go. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Blogger Brunch podcast. We are covering podcasts today and I am pumped. If you have been listening for a minute, you probably have heard me say that the podcast is my favorite piece of content that I produce. I absolutely love it, and it didn't start out that way. I used to be terrified it would take me hours to record, and it just wasn't a good experience. I want to just reassure you, if you are thinking about a podcast, you should absolutely go for it. I'm going to break everything down for you today, why you should start one, what kind of podcast, all of the equipment and techie things that you need to know, and how to get it done. So, Let's jump in. First things first, as any good podcaster, I am going to stop and ask you right now if you have loved any of my episodes from the Blogger Brunch podcast, please go leave me a five-star review on iTunes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That helps me so much, and I'm excited for the podcast to keep growing and keep reaching new people. So thank you guys for being here. But let's jump in. You're thinking about a podcast. I love that journey for you, and let's do it. So first thing, why should you start a podcast? Okay, let's talk about it. There are a few great benefits that have come along as a result of starting this podcast. First, when you have a podcast, naturally people kind of look to you as the expert. I mean, you have a whole show that you're talking about a topic on, so clearly you know something about it, right? Yes, hopefully. It positions you as the expert in that niche or your area that you're covering, whatever topic or whatever verticals you cover. So that's a huge, huge win. And then it also puts you in front of a new audience. Podcasters are like this huge group of people. If you weren't a podcaster, you wouldn't be here. Everyone is listening to podcasts these days. Barely anyone is reading books anymore. I mean, I love to read, but everyone loves a podcast. You can listen while you're commuting, while you're doing chores, while you're working out, whatever. It really unlocks a whole new audience of people for you. I have had quite a few people reach out to me and say, oh, I found your podcast on Spotify. Oh, I found you on iTunes and started binging episodes, da, da, da. It really has helped me get in front of new people. So that's exciting. If you have a podcast, you also have some potential for ad revenue. If you've been listening to me for a while, I don't have any ads on this podcast, but I actually today was poking around on some of my software and seeing like, okay, do I want to do ads? Like, what does this look like? What would earnings look like? I'm like, hmm, okay, good options to have. So definitely as you're growing your audience, it can unlock some really great ad revenue for you. I will say you do need to have some 
bandwidth. If you are going to start a podcast, you need to set aside at least an hour to a week, depending on how often you want to record and some other factors. It definitely may not be right for you. You might just be thinking, I'm going to start a podcast, but you haven't really given thought to the investment or the time that is required. So just think about that as you're listening to the rest of the episode, and it might be something that you just need to skip, or it might be something that you really want to do, and you're going to have to push through some of those obstacles or awkwardness. I was a wreck when I first started podcasting, and I was nervous. I was shaking. You could hear it in my voice, lol. And I just had no clue. It would take me so many tries to record a whole episode. Now I just talk and I usually am able to just record everything in one take or one clip. And then if anything needs to be edited or trimmed, my editor can do that for me. But usually it's not too bad on the first run through. That's just something to keep in mind. I was a hot mess and had to work through a lot of that. That's some background info, why you should start, what it can do for you, some things to consider as you listen to the rest of this episode. Next, let's look at what kind of podcast might you want to have. Let's do kind of a brief rundown on things to think about before starting a podcast. So you want to think of your topic. Think of your why. What audience do you want to reach? What ideas do you want to cover? What problems do you want to solve? Is it for business or is it just for fun? Probably if you're listening to this podcast, yours would be for business and you're thinking about starting one to grow your business or grow your audience and your brand. And I absolutely love that and say that's a good idea. And then think about episode style, the frequency. How often do you want to record? I do this podcast once a week. Some people do twice a week, once a month. It really is up to you. But I would say it's good to pick a day and stick to it. You guys know this podcast drops on Wednesdays, usually at 6 a.m. And then my newsletter goes out on Thursdays. It's good to have a schedule. It's good for people to know what day they can look for your podcast. Duration. How long do you want your episodes to be? Are you doing hour-long interviews, 10-minute encouragement, whatever? I love short and sweet. And when I started the podcast, I thought that I wanted to do interviews and I wanted to do hour-long episodes. That's truly what I set out to do. And I got in there and I was like, oh my gosh, what are we supposed to talk about for an hour? This is awful. And I hated it. And you know what else I hated? interviewing people. I was like, this is terrible. I'm the expert in this area. I was wanting to coach people while they were guests on my show. Not anything crazy, but I was like, hmm, I want to answer that question and share my knowledge with people. It took a little trial and error, and that's okay. Eventually, I got to what you hear today, which is usually 15, 20-minute episodes, short, actionable nuggets, and usually it's just me, a solo episode. That's what I really enjoy doing. Other things you may want to think about and you'll want if you are starting a podcast. Cover art. Hmm, 
what does your cover art look like? What do you see on iTunes when people are scrolling and they're like, oh, what's this podcast about? What's your cover art? I made mine in Canva. Doesn't need to be fancy. Just get it done. Intro. Record it and move on. Mine is nothing groundbreaking. Outro. Again, record it and move on. Doesn't need to be perfect. You can always change it later. Music slash jingle. This really hung me up for a while. So I'm going to tell you, I think it's a good idea to add some music to your intro and outro, but don't spend too long on this. Google royalty-free music. I recommend just purchasing a nice music file, send it along to your editor, have them produce everything. You guys have heard my episodes. I have my intro and then I've got my intro music and then my episode and then outro fade out music. Pretty simple, but you need all of those things. When I was first starting, I probably spent two weeks listening to jingles. You know what? It's not that important. Just pick one. But those are all things that you should consider and just know what could add some time to your startup process if you want it to. Hey, brands don't know you exist. If you are ready to start pitching and confidently negotiate brand deals, I'm teaching you everything you need to know inside Pitches to Riches. It's my three-module course full of my proven strategy and tips to help you land paid brand deals. Oh, and it's only $37. If you're ready to monetize, sign up now at thebloggerbrunch.com. Let's get into equipment and tech. That third piece. So let's go over things you need for your podcast. I am going to share what I use, what I started with, and then maybe some tweaks you can make as you're starting, what you really need, what you can cut, all of that. First of all, you do not need a recording studio. I have friends who are like, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to my recording studio that I rented out. And I'm like, what are you doing? Okay, go have fun. But like, you don't need to do that. Where do you record? I am a huge fan of a bedroom closet or like a coat closet, a small room. You want to have as much fabric or sound absorption as possible. So a closet full of clothes is great. And think about where in your house you're recording. Is it on the main street? Are you next to a window and you're going to hear every car that drives by? Is your AC running right next to your microphone? All of those things. So we want to have that quiet environment and then as much fabric nearby as possible to absorb sound. I had a pretty sweet setup in my old house a great bedroom closet. In my new house, I am still in a closet, but I don't love my setup. But you know what? It works and it's fine. One of my goals this year is to build out a little podcast closet for myself. So probably will end up transforming my office closet into a mini podcast studio, which it'll still be a closet. 
Next thing, equipment. I use pretty basic equipment. I probably ordered all of this off of Amazon, but I'll link it for you in the show notes so you can see it. So my microphone, I've got the Yeti mic. You've probably seen it in photos. I've got a white mic and then I've got a little screen cover so it helps mute out hard P's and S's and T's, those harsh sounds on a podcast. I think the mic was $100 and maybe the little screen cover was like $20. I don't know. Not anything outrageous. Okay, so basic, basic equipment, nothing fancy programs that I use. I did not know this before starting a podcast, but you don't just hit record and then magically your podcast is on iTunes. That's not how it works. I didn't know that. Now I do. Now I know how it all works, but you need to record your podcast in an audio file. Then you upload the audio file to a podcast host. That host is software that communicates to iTunes, Spotify, whatever program, and says, hey, here's a podcast. You should list it on the podcast site. And then iTunes is like, okay, great. And then it appears. That's overly simplified, but makes sense. I'm going to share programs that I use the down and dirty of my podcast setup. So for recording, I use a program called Squadcast, and I will link it in the show notes. I originally chose this program because when you have interview guests or multiple parties talking, it records their audio on a different track. So my voice would be track one, my guest's voice would be track two, And then when you're editing those together into one podcast track, you can level out volume. Say I was really loud and my podcast guest was really quiet. You'd be able to level out that volume really easily if they're on two separate tracks. So that's why I originally went with Squadcast. I want to say it's maybe $100 a year or something. It's not free. I think there's a free trial to start or a free basic level, but I think it is paid. So that is what I use, but there are definitely other programs out there that are free or that don't have that functionality that might be just fine for starting out. So Squadcast, and I'll link it for you. So after you record, you need to edit your audio. So you can definitely choose to do that yourself. Or I strongly recommend that you hire someone for that. There are all sorts of podcast producers out there who will do all of the work for you. All of it. You just have to show up and record. They will do everything else. I choose to do some of the work myself still, but I do have someone edit the track for me. I've got a great system that is pretty simple for me, doesn't take much time since it is just me and not a guest. It is very easy for me to manage. I don't recommend trying to edit audio yourself, especially if you have never done anything similar, but it can be done if you have any experience in Adobe Premiere or video editing, it can be done in those programs and is similar to that. But if that kind of work does not make you happy or if you are trying to edit hour-long episodes, please do yourself a favor and hire it out for sure. I found my editor on Upwork, sites like Upwork, Fiverr, 
things like that, great, great place to find contract workers for podcast editing. So you've recorded, you've edited. How do you get it uploaded to Apple, iTunes, and Spotify? A program does that for you. The hosting program that I use is called Podbean. And again, I'll link that for you in the show notes. But they have a free version and then they have a few different levels. So I pay like $9 a month for hosting and it gives you access to tools, to an advertising network, just a lot of different features. Definitely you can start out with the free version, but I have been happy with them. They make it very easy to upload, get everything set up, walk you through how to submit your application for your podcast to iTunes, all of that. I have been happy with them. Again, you can absolutely hire a producer to handle that step for you and get everything set up, but I thought it was interesting. I'm someone who likes to learn about new things, so it was cool for me to set it up myself, so I enjoyed it, and it didn't take too long. After you've got it recorded, edited, uploaded, then what? Time to share. I remember I was so, so nervous to share my first few episodes. I mean, truly, they weren't good. I understand why I was nervous. It was bad. But I wanted to have things like in place. I wanted to have cute graphics and I wanted everything to be in order. And then after a few episodes in, I actually found out that my first few episodes had been shared automatically to LinkedIn. Somehow I had linked my LinkedIn profile to my Podbean and it was sharing my episodes automatically. And I was horrified. I raced over to LinkedIn, deleted those. But Actually, I was surprised because people were liking the post and trying to be supportive and I was horrified, but other people, this just shows you, they just want to support you. They want to cheer for you. They want you to do well. People thought it was great. That's the down and dirty lowdown on how to start a podcast, what the process looks like, what are the tools I use, how do I do it? And there's just no wrong or right way to do it. There are so many different ways and programs and methods you can use. Do what works best for you, but I'm going to link everything for you in the show notes. And if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I absolutely say go for it. I hope today's episode was helpful and we'll see you next Wednesday. As always, thanks for listening to the Blogger Brunch Podcast. You can find the link to today's show notes in the episode description, and you can always find more resources and ways to grow your brand at thebloggerbrunch.com and on Instagram at thebloggerbrunch.com.